Hey there, it's Pillar here, and you're listening to the No Approval Podcast. So, one thing I think we can all agree on is Netflix's current lineup of shows is giving everything it needs to give. I've been loving their new reality shows, I love a documentary, and it seems like they're going down like this investigative route that's a little bit messy. I mean, they've had like Tinder swindlers. They've got a new one about like some IVF doctor who basically gave all his patients his sperm to have children. It's a mess, but you know, sometimes when we're not talking like how to level up in your careers, we enjoy a bit of lighthearted entertainment where we can escape our own realities and realize that, listen, as much as we might think our lives are a mess sometimes, people are really going through it out there. But the show that I'm focusing on today is called Young, Famous and African. I'll be joined by the gorgeous Kaylee Schwack, who's a cast member on the show. And I really enjoyed watching it. So if you haven't watched it, basically it's based in Johannesburg, South Africa. And we get to follow some African celebs from across the continent. So there's people from Nigeria, Tanzania, Uganda, and they're all from the world of music, acting, fashion and of course you know what the formula is for reality shows we get to see a bit of play them having fun we get to see some of their work and of course we get to see a whole lot of drama but what it really does well is give us an insight into how celebs on the continent are living and I enjoyed it it was just a good watch Kaylee is going to be giving us a little taste into her life as a footballer turned reality star. What comes with putting your relationship out in the public? Because she is dating DJ Naked, who also features on the show, also known as Quinton. And she's also taking us behind the scenes of what it's like filming a reality show. So let's get into this chat. Hi, Kaylee. Welcome to the No Approval podcast. Hi, Pilla. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually, do you know what? It's actually a sunny day in London, which we don't get often, as I'm sure you're aware. Yeah. Um, and I know it's always sunny where you are, because you just told me before we started recording, you're in Joburg, right? That's correct. Joburg is one of my favourite cities in the world. So when I was a bit younger... Me and my friend tried to start like this side hustle, like selling hair extensions. And she also had like an African fashion brand, which used different like African textiles. So we used her work email because we've both worked in media like since we left uni. We used her work email to blag ourselves like VIP passes for Mercedes Benz Fashion Week in oh, Joburg. Look at you. <laughs> Honestly, I was not prepared for how it was better than London. Like it was amazing the best time I've ever had in my life though we did get in trouble for walking in the dark as women we got told off for that yeah no um you need to visit all provinces in South Africa Mm -hmm. it's an amazing experience you have to see everything I think there are spots that are dangerous where you yeah you don't want to go at night and also like the lifestyle is amazing like everyone is always down to have a great time 100%. That's one thing. We passed the vibe check. 
everyone in South Africa. Everywhere. And I'm loving the new Ama Piano movement as well. Like, yes. I, I love a bit of Ama Piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have the best music. 100%, hands down. Um, but let's get into your... So I do this thing called a no approval moment for all of my guests. So your no approval moment is, hello, you're a female footballer. Yes, I am. I mean, how did that come about? That just doesn't really... I know female football is on the rise, but it's very rare to meet a woman in football. I know I don't fit the profile of what your typical footballer should look like. Uh, like, whatever. I've played since I was 11 years old um, and I've never stopped. It's my favourite thing, my favourite hobby to do. I didn't have anyone that taught me. My brother never played football growing up. Um, I have a younger sister. She never played football. My mother was quite sporty and fit, but she didn't have anything to do with football growing up. Yeah, so it's just something that I took a liking a liking to. I think I was a huge tomboy growing up and I still play till this day. I'm turning 30 this year and I don't see myself stopping. I'll stop when I have to. I'll stop when, I, when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the energy we love to see. And have you've played um, pro as well, right? Yes, yes. So in South Africa, we have a league called the Sasso League. I've played there for the last six years. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. But that's not all I do. I do other things as well. Um, yeah. So I'm a footballer, yes, and I'm a fitness influencer, yes. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also a businesswoman. I am. Oh. Yeah, I'm an HR business partner. I've been one for the last 11 years. Wow. Um, yeah, so I'm, a, I'm doing a bit of everything, jack of all trades. That's so interesting because I feel like, on the show and across your social media, the football element and also the fitness influencing is definitely pushed out more. But what was it like for you going from that space and also being a businesswoman and then entering the entertainment industry, especially on a reality show? Mm. It was very different for me. It was, it was very, very different. I don't think it was difficult. But it was a big adjustment. I've never been in entertainment before. I've never been exposed to anything in entertainment before. You know, when we had to do a virtual um, audition for the show. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. All I knew was that I was going to be Quentin's partner on the show. And I was in a feature, you know, when they needed. um, And then it became a full on, you know, they actually full on casted me, which was amazing. But it was such an amazing experience because... Before the show, I don't think I was as confident and as outspoken as I was. Um, you know, being put on that spot where you, like in the spotlights, where the cameras just start rolling and you just need to start speaking. It really put me in that, um, it put me in the spotlight and I needed to step it up. Uh, so I'm super grateful for being able to be on the show and getting that exposure. Were you worried about what would come as the result of you going on the show? Like, did you have any reservations about going on the show? Um, I don't think... Okay, well, obviously, initially, I was a bit nervous uh, to share my whole relationship on, mm-hmm. on a platform like Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. But as, as I started, you know, as we started shooting and as, as I started going through this experience... I think it was it was super easy. It became so yeah. easy to, you know, I was sharing my reality. There was nothing fake. Mm. There was nothing scripted about what I was sharing. Yeah. I think for me, it was really nice that I could 
get this opportunity to, you know, show people that not all relationships are perfect. You know, we all have issues. We all have these relationship dynamics that we, we endure. And people, you know, they think everyone, everyone else, you know, doesn't go through the same thing that I go through. People, um, you know, don't argue. People don't need to go to therapy. People don't, you know, have fights with their partner like I do. So I think it was a really nice platform for, for me to be able to show people, you know, like we all have these problems. Yeah. And in terms of your relationship, obviously on the show, the first thing I remember being introduced to when we saw you and Quinton, also known as DJ Naked, is that you were like, he's lost the sense of romance <laughs> in the relationship. And I was watching that and I was thinking like, Quinton, she's airing you out on TV. You better go buy her the roses like right now. <laughs> Did he up the game during filming once you started like, you know, saying what you felt was missing in the relationship? I definitely think he started trying. I think he definitely upped his game. You know, he tried a bit, yeah, and there. I think now, this, like till this day, I still feel he can... <laughs> I still feel he's not romantic, but I never wanted it to be forced. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted him to to see it as a challenge that I was having. And what are you going to do about it? Um, you know, I didn't want him to feel like I was making him do anything. And then he changes and, you know, then I'm, I'm all happy. No, I wanted him to change for himself, for us. Um, but he definitely is Oh, tried. bless him. And what about you? Because he had some complaints as well. He was like, he wants to see the fishnets. He wants to see you wearing fishnets at home. Girl, did you not see my latest <laughs> post on Instagram? <laughs> I've been seeing them. So I take it you took his feedback on board. I actually did. The other night I bought fishnets. <laughs> I bought fishnets and he was like over the moon. So yeah, I think... You know, if it's a small things. If, if if the small things make him happy and I can, you know, I can do them and it's not going to break my back, then why not, um, you know, anything to, to see him happy, anything to make our relationship better. So, yeah, um, I think in terms of everything else, um, we are really working on our relationship. I think it's always going to be a constant thing that we work on, like any relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the fact that we're both still in it, we're still willing to try is all that matters. As long as, you know, the problem comes in when one party isn't, isn't trying anymore, when one person doesn't want it the same way. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that we both still want it. And it's a, it's, yeah, it's a work in progress every single day. We're still getting to know each mm. other. What is it like for you having such a public relationship? How is it different to other relationships you've had? Um, okay, let me say it like this. I don't see Quinton as the naked DJ. Mm. To me, Quinton is Quinton Messina and that's it. You know, there's no other dynamics to it. For me, it's not about other people. It's not about the public. It's about what we know, what we share, what we have. We know how we feel about one another and what everyone else thinks really doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's what we feel, what we know, that's all that matters. So I don't think it's it's really different in terms of being a public relationship. How have you dealt with like the direct feedback? Because, you know, like before you had your relationship, you would only have feedback from like your friends, your family. And now everyone around the world has feedback, whether they're tweeting it. Are you getting any messages on Instagram? How are you guys as a couple like dealing with that? So I think um, before the show... Both of us, we prepped ourselves. We knew this was coming. We knew what we were getting ourselves into. We knew by putting our relationship 
um, you know, out in the public space, we knew there would be people that didn't like us. Um, there would be people that would like us. If you're going to base your whole life around what people think about you, you're not going to get anywhere. Social media is not a real place. It's not a real place. There's nothing real about it. There's people out there with a fake profile. That's all they are. They're fake profiles trying to bash you. They'll never come at you with their real profiles. And if they do, they'd never come to you in real life and say what they say over social media. So it really doesn't faze me. You know, if everyone likes you, you're doing something wrong. Mm. So, yeah, I think prepping yourself before actually going into something like this and putting your life out there, you've got to have that expectation that people aren't going to like you. And you need to learn to be okay with that. What was the filming process like in terms of filming the show? How many hours a day were you guys recording? How long did you record the series for before we got to see it on Netflix? Mm, so we recorded for three months, um, pretty much every single day. Uh, wow. Yeah, I think I think the thing that hurts most <laughs> is the fact that we would we would shoot for five, six hours. And that includes your hair and makeup, you know, shooting on set, um, whatever else comes in play. And when you watch it on TV, it's a 10 second, you know, it's a 10 second <laughs> performance. You're like, wow, shit. So I just spent seven hours recording for this little clip. Um, and that was every single day. It was very tiring. Uh, sleepless nights, you know, um, and a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, but it was so worth it. It was one of the most amazing experiences I could ever imagine to be a part of. Uh, so yeah, it was, it had its goods and it, but it was, I think that the good definitely, um, overpowered the, the negatives. What was your highlight when recording? The highlight, the highlight for me was definitely the train. Mm. Um, yeah, not, not what you, not what you saw. <laughs> okay, well, well, tell us about what we didn't see. That's what I want to know. So the fight was not my highlight, but I think the actual experience being on the train, um, you know, seeing the beauty of South Africa, yeah. you know, waking up on that train, you know, in bed, double bed, white sheets, huge window, looking out at the animals. It was absolutely beautiful, beautiful landscapes. The food was great. Everything was really, really nice. And it was a breakaway. Um, we went for two days. We went on the game drive. It was really nice bonding with everyone and getting to know everyone, um, you know, in their relaxed space when they were, they were chilling in their pajamas, you know. So it was really, really, really special for me and definitely our highlights. Oh, it did look beautiful when I watched it on the show. What is your relationship like with the other women on the show? Um, I think my relationship with all the women, with everyone actually, has always been really, really good. You know, everyone is unique and beautiful in their own way. Everyone brings their own craziness and their own personalities, which is, it really makes everything such a nice, diverse mix. You know, everyone being together, it's, we, we make a great team. We like family. Um, even till this day, we support each other. You know, we there for each other. We, we still keep in communication. Is there like a, um, a WhatsApp chat, a WhatsApp group chat for you guys? We have a WhatsApp group <laughs> on Instagram, you know, comments on pictures, checking in. That is still consistent. Um, so I think we'll always all remain family. Yeah, yeah. Any like favorites, any besties made from the show? Um, I don't think I had any favorites. I got along with everyone. Me, Kani got along. Me and Nadia got along. Me and Zari got along. Me and Annie got along. Yeah, I think we all got along. There's no one that was my favorite. 
Got you. So you're one of the cast members that managed to like maintain a good relationship with everyone whilst others didn't, but we're not going to talk about that. But how did you manage to stay neutral in the situation? You know, um, I'm all about energy. So energy speaks volumes to me. If I don't like a situation, um, I won't entertain it. I won't become a part of it. So that's just always been very important to me is to, to pick my battles you know, focus on what I should give my energy to. I don't give my energy to drama. I don't give my energy to bad vibes. I never have, never will. Mm -hmm. So it was really easy for me to just be like, you know, shut my ears and I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to get involved with it. I was vocal when I needed to be. I spoke up about what I believed in. And as long as I I know I did that, that's all that matters. Mm. What are the kind of things that like surprised you about making a reality TV show? I think I think I mentioned it. So the fact that we shoot for <laughs> seven hours, and you know it only airs for ten seconds. You put in all this hard work, and there's this much that <laughs> that you know the audience sees. I think that yeah. for me was really surprising. I've never been exposed to it, so I didn't know that's how. It works. And when I watch TV, you know, I never knew that there's so much hard work and energy and effort and sleepless nights that goes into creating a reality show. Were you happy with the edit when you saw it? Or was there any things that you were like, oh, I wish they kept that in or they shouldn't have left that in? Yeah, definitely. There were quite a few scenes that they didn't add. There were also some edits that were done, you know, that made me look really um, quiet and not as outspoken as I was. Um, which is maybe a good thing. Okay, that's quite interesting. <laughs> which is maybe a good thing. Um, I mean, I was I was a little bit more outspoken. Um, that didn't come across as as yeah. much as it should have. So yeah, I, I do think there was a lot of editing done to kind of change the dynamics of what was really happening with me personally. They took out a few scenes um, that we did shoot, which were really beautiful. Was that you and um, DJ Naked? Yeah, yeah. There was a scene with me naked. Andile and Andile's um, and the mother of Andile's child. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a, it was almost like a couple's bonding um, session. So, yeah. But let me not let me not speak about let me not speak about no. That. But, but that, that was, was cute. Up. What what happened in the couple's bonding <laughs> session? I, that's the bit I want to know. Well, I can't even remember. I mean, we shot this over a year ago. I just know it was a really cool experience. We went dancing, um, you know, and. And it was just the way of bonding and how to communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. So so that part was taken out. And that was sad because I loved the dress I wore. <laughs> that, <laughs> the pictures can always go on the gram. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And what was the worst scene? Like for you, what was the hardest scene to film? Definitely the second therapy session. The part where I told Quentin, you know, that, if things don't change, I'm out. It was really, really hard for me to speak without becoming emotional. For some reason, mm. it was just really, really hard. Yeah, I think the realization of what I was saying and how I meant it, that made me really emotional. So to try and keep yeah. my tears in was, was quite difficult. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's one scene I really hated. <laughs> oh no, bless you. So were you conscious about seeing that on TV after? I think I was conscious about seeing everything on TV. <laughs> But other questions. Have you been to London before? I've never been to London. I would love to come. 
my brother's been there. That's that's about the only knowledge I have of London is what he shared with me. I've never been. Oh, you need to come. It'll be good because like the show's international now. Where did you guys get to travel to in order to like promo the show? Um, so we haven't done any international travel at all. Not yet. Is that because of the pandemic and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't get to travel, um, which was really sad. But the Annies and the Swankies, um, they they came down, Diamond came down. Um, so they all came to us. They all came to South Africa. I would love to travel, though. I'd love to go to Nigeria. I'd love to go to Tanzania. I'd love to experience, um, you know, where the rest of the cast are from. Yeah, yeah, that would be good, especially like because you guys have brought us in to South African culture, which has been good. I loved the fact that it was a pan-African show because I think normally when people do reality shows, it's very much like there's like Real Housewives of Durban. It's just about that culture or there's Real Housewives of Lagos. So it was nice that it was a multicultural mix of everywhere from Africa. How important do you think the show has been for PR around Africa? Ah, so important. I think it's opened so many doors, um, you know, for South Africans, for South African artists, for South African influencers. I think that it's really helped everyone. It's put us on the map, um, you know. I feel like South Africa's always been on the map. To me, like South Africa is definitely one of like the biggest influences in Africa in terms of culture, in terms of like the music always, the dancing always, like South Africa to me has always set trends. But I don't know if that's because I'm Southern African, that yeah. it's closer to home to me than it is to like other parts of Africa. I think it's just reiterated it. You know, it's, it's yeah. woken people yeah. up to the fact that, hello, we are, we are, we exist, you know, and we, we're the country. I've got so much love from the rest of the world, from the UK, from Kenya, from Brazil, from, you know, uh, the Caribbean. Uh, mm. it's, it's so beautiful to know that these people are watching us and that they're actually getting to see, you know, Africa in its true light. Yeah. Do you know what was so funny to see? It was funny to hear Americans on TikTok reacting to the show because I think that a lot of them who have never traveled to Africa or to any parts of Africa they have such a skewed thought of what is Africa they have a misconception of what Africa is and to me like Joburg really reminded me a lot of American culture because the entertainment scene is booming like all the big brands are out there it's just a massive industry, but seeing them to react, cause they're like, oh my gosh, they're just like us. And it was like, yeah, like, do like, you guys not you travel? Think? Like, what do exactly. you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, people have a, a huge misconception of what we are, who we are. Um, you know, we, we normal people. We don't have lions in our backyard, no. We don't have zebras as pets, no. <laughs> you know, we have the best music, hands down. We have the best music. You know, our culture is amazing. Um, everyone has such a it's vibe. Rich. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a vibey country. Um, if you haven't been to Africa, you're missing out. You need to go there. You need to come to us. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them think like a lot of people do, even here in the UK, a lot of people who are not cultured always just refer to Africa as Africa. And actually what I liked about the show is that it had different parts. How did your family react to seeing you on the show? Um, I think I prepped them months in advance. So when it actually happened, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, we know about it. Let's just like, you know, we can't wait to see it. Um, I think my, <laughs> I think my mother was a bit shocked when she watched the show, obviously, because she doesn't know Quentin and I, you know, she doesn't know the deep, dark dynamics. 
<laughs> of our relationship. She doesn't know about our relationship issues because it's something I don't share with her. Yeah. So I think she was a bit taken back, but you know, I told her, just watch the show, just watch the whole thing. You'll get it. Like just, you know, it is what it is. We all go through problems and mm. she was cool with it. She, she loved it. You know, she was super proud. She ended up taking it well, but I didn't expect her to. Anyway, I never expected her to take it well. I knew she was going to, you know, be taken aback by the things that we speak about, you know, by the comments that Quinton made. But it is what it is. Yeah. Did Quinton get a call from your mum afterwards? No, his mother called him. <laughs> and she was like, what Did the hell she? are you doing? <laughs> Good. Like, he deserved it. Do you know what, though? I have to give it to him. He was one of the funniest people on the show. As in, like... Don't get me wrong. I didn't agree with everything that he was saying to you, but he was hilarious, especially when he spoke to Cardi. I was just like, oh, oh my gosh, she's she's met her match in a male version. Yep. And she she definitely has. I think I think Quentin was the only person that Kanye couldn't. She didn't have a comeback for most things that he said. She was like, uh. Uh, you know, like, uh, shit, I don't know what to say. <laughs> but yeah, he's... He was a savage to her, but she deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she kind of did. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but Quentin is hilarious. He's he's exactly like that in real life. Mm-hmm. But he does know when, when um, you know, to be serious and when to have fun. But most things in life, he, you know, if he, most things are a joke to him. Most things he finds humor in everything. It's something that I needed to learn to grow onto. Yeah. And I think, yeah, now he's kind of rubbing off on me. Now I've become that person. And I'm like, shit, why am I this person? Like, why am I acting like this? <laughs> I've become like the mini Quentin. <laughs> that is so funny. Would you do the show again? 100%. You would. What would you do different the next time, next season? What would you do different? Um, I don't think there's anything I would do differently. Um, everything that I'd done in the first season was real. Everything that i done yeah. was true to who I am. I spoke, you know, from the heart. Um, mm-hmm. Everything I said was 100% real and unscripted. So I don't think there's anything I would do differently in season two. You know, the storylines might change. If there is a season two, that is. But we're speaking, we're speaking as if there's a season two. We're speaking it into existence. We're speaking it into existence, yes. Um, but if there is a season two, I don't think there's anything I'll do different. Um, the storylines might change, but I'll still I'll still remain true to who I am. Mm-hmm. But would you want us to see more of like what you do? Because you've said to me, like, known for playing football, you're known for your sports influencing, but you're also a businesswoman. Are we going to get to see other sides of you if there's another season? 100%. I think in season one, it was a lot about me and Quentin, which was great. Mm-hmm. But I think if there's a season two... I want the world to see who I am, you know, who Kaylee is, aside from Quentin. I don't want to be Quentin's girlfriend. I don't want to be known as Quentin's girlfriend only. I want to be known as Kaylee, you know. So I definitely think I will, you know, I will show more of my football, which will be really exciting. Yes. Can you do like all the dribbles and everything like that? Yes, of course I can. (laughs) (laughs) I can. So I'll I'll show that definitely. And more. What team do you support? Man United. Yay! Uh, I don't want to say that out loud because they've been disappointing us. But yeah, Man United forever, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Yeah, so more football, more fitness, more of the business side. Um, Oh my gosh, can you give us some fitness tips? Listen, in London, it's just getting hot. So our summer is around the corner. How am I getting snatched for summer, Kaylee? What's your tips? (laughs) 
So literally, as cliche as it might sound, your abs are made in the kitchen. For me, it's all about what you eat. I know it's so difficult, but I think... Do I have to cut carbs? Nah. For me, for me personally, I think, you know, I don't want to change my life. Uh, mm. I want to enjoy life. So just, um, you know, it's a lifestyle change. Change your lifestyle. You don't need to change everything. Um, you know, everything in moderation. It's literally that simple. If you if you've eaten bad for the last three days and you've gone off the rails, you know, for the next two days of the week, eat something light, you know, look after your body, look after your, your mental health, look after your physical health, look after everything as a whole, look after your energy, mm. look after who you surround yourself with. It's so important. Um, keeping that positive energy. So I feel like a healthy lifestyle isn't just about going to the gym. Uh, you know, mm. for, for an hour, two hours. No, it's not about that. It's about everything. If you're not looking after your mental health, your physical fitness is not going to thrive. So it's an overall thing. Overall oh, thing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's overall. Look after your mind, body, soul 100% and yeah, you'll be healthy. That's all that matters. Oh, I love that. And what about in terms of other ventures? Like now so many more opportunities are opening up to you. What things are you looking to get into, explore? Yeah, so there's definitely been a lot of PR opportunities, which I'm super grateful for. There's been a lot of doors that have opened. Um, so I'm just looking to to explore that and, you know, show people who I am, show people what I can do and just keep pushing in that direction. So every day, it's literally every day hustling. No so are we going to see like a sports line from you? Are you going to open like a football academy? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> You'll have to watch and see. Oh, we'll have to watch and see. And on that note, Kaylee, where can everyone find you? Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram. It's Kaylee underscore Schwab. Um, yeah, and maybe you'll see me soon on your screens again. Yay. I feel like on the show, we also got to hear a lot of Zulu and Swahili. Hmm. Can you give us a quick rundown on like how to say three basic words like hi my name is or hello and goodbye so i don't i don't speak any zulu languages i, I mean any african oh. languages the only language i oh, can yeah. speak is english yeah no i is can't it? Zulu. I, I mean i know words but i'm not gonna say them they're bad yeah. words <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like no can you understand I can understand. I can pick up, you know, dating Quinton has allowed for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of the time, Quinton will be mid-conversation. He'll be chatting to his friends and I'll jump in and I'll be like, what were you saying about me? And then he's like, oh, <laughs> shit, you understood that. <laughs> so I can pick up 100%. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have an issue picking up. I'd love to learn the language. Though. I'd love to learn a, a Zulu or Swati or, you know, any other African language. So well, what's the other one? Afrikaans. Have... Afrikaans. Is that the other one? Afrikaans. I can I yeah. can speak Afrikaans. I'm not confident in it. Uh, so yeah. uh, um, I can I can speak in Afrikaans, but yeah, it's not a vibe. It's not a it's not attractive. Okay, <laughs> Is that the one with that? They've got the like, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right, Kaylee, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was lovely meeting you. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks for that. Bye-bye. Bye. That was such a fun interview and I hope that you guys enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about Kaylee as much as I did. And if you haven't watched the show, I hope this was a good little introduction and please go watch it. It's still up on Netflix 
go enjoy have a little binge and if you are enjoying the episodes that I'm putting out please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or head over to Spotify and leave us a rating I will see you guys for more next week bye